Gonzaga Nation SI is bringing you all the updates and all the previews of the NCAA Tournament Selection Sunday just finished up a short bit ago. We've already brought to you some information and some thoughts on GU's West region. We've given you some of the overall thoughts of the bracket. Um, my final four picks, a couple upsets to look at. Now we're going to take a deeper dive at the WCC, obviously, if you're listening to this uh, podcast and you're following si.com backslash Gonzaga, you know just how important uh, or how impressive Gonzaga's season has been. The number one overall seed, the one seed in the West region. You've listened to our prognosis of the team throughout the regular season. Both myself and Adam Morrison uh, have broken it down. So you know enough about Gonzaga. You've heard us talk about the WCC at length, but how they stack up to Gonzaga as opposed to maybe how they stack up with other matchups. So uh, we'll just take a real quick dive in to the two other teams in the WCC and who they are going to play in the first round and what they need to do to advance. Uh, we'll take a first look at, at St. Mary's. They are in the East region and they will be playing in Portland. So I think it's a great draw for uh, St. Mary's to be in Portland. They're a five seed. They will play a, a winner of a play-in game that will play on Tuesday in Dayton, Ohio. It will be the winner of Indiana of the Big Ten and Wyoming of the Mountain West. And we'll just quickly talk about Indiana, their strengths and their weaknesses as opposed to Wyoming and who I think is going to come out of that game. But uh, if you look at it, Indiana from the Big Ten, first-year head coach Mike Woodson uh, played at Indiana for the great uh, Bobby Knight, spent the majority of his coaching career in the NBA. He's been a head coach at a number of different stops. Um, he, he has revitalized that program. Um, I don't want to say in no time at all um, because they've had some ups and downs throughout the season, but – when you're talking about Indiana, a very proud basketball program, um, you expect one thing. You expect challenge for Big Ten titles, and you expect to be in the NCAA tournament. Now, they weren't necessarily contending or a favorite to contend for the, the Big Ten title this season, but mission accomplished of getting to the NCAA tournament. So I think that's a great first step in year one for Mike Woodson. But when you look at Mike Woodson, what does he rely on? He relies on a tremendous player in Trace Jackson Davis, multi-dimensional. Uh, he can score it from the perimeter. He has great finishing down low. Um, I think he's going to create quite some problems for Wyoming because Wyoming, um, you know, in years past under head coach Jeff Linder, they've bombed away from the three-point line. Uh, this year, a little bit different. They might be the most throwback team uh, of anybody in the entire NCAA tournament field because they've got two stars and literally every possession is run through those two stars in post-up situations. And then if you double uh, and get into pro rotations, that's when they'll start spraying it from the three-point line. Um, but I think Trace Jackson Davis is going to be uh, a difficult matchup for Wyoming's wings. Jeremiah Oden, Xavier Ducell probably won't have too many matchups with him, but when, in particular, uh, Jeremiah Oden's going to have to do a good job on him. But Wyoming, they're led by their two stars, um, two guys that all conference in the Mountain West. Graham Ek, 20, 20 plus double doubles on the season. Uh, he's a big time scorer as a left-handed post player. 
Uh, he reminds me a little bit of Zach Randolph and the fact that he's got just a soft ball that sits up on the rim uh, and he's got a true knack for scoring. Def on the rebound, on the glass, he's a tremendous rebounder. Um, he, he has a nose for the ball on the offensive end of the floor on that glass as well. And I think he's going to be uh, a difficult matchup for Indiana. Now on the flip side, the other wing that I think will guard Trace Jackson Davis at times, Trace Jackson Davis, I would imagine, is going to be guarding uh, Hunter Maldonado throughout the, the game. Maldonado is not a typical wing. He's not a typical point guard, but he's almost like a hybrid point guard where he slotted as the point guard. They run everything through him, but he doesn't run pick and roll type plays. He's more of a back down PowerPoint guard um, where they figured out, hey, let's get him into space. Let's get him into angles. We're going to back down. If you double, he's a great passer. He's a willing passer. Now all of a sudden, that's when you get swing, swing actions, and they'll start spraying it from the three-point line uh, with Drake Jeffries and some other guys. Um, but Maldonado is a terrific, versatile wing slash point guard uh, who, who's created mismatch problems throughout the year in the Mountain West. But um, that's going to be an interesting to watch out for when you're watching the Indiana-Wyoming game. I think Wyoming is going to come out on top, and then it becomes a, a truly a fascinating game because St. Mary's wants to play slow. Wyoming, they want to play slow because, as I mentioned, they've got two guys that can can really dominate on the, on the low block with post-up games. EK is a big, Maldonado as a wing. I think when you look at it, I think the advantage for St. Mary's comes in the fact that they have more size, Toss, Dukas, Fotu um, are, are a couple names. Those guys, they're not all fives, but they're threes and fours that have some good size. I think you look at Mitchell Saxon, the, the sophomore, if he can come in and give some good minutes, that will help uh, as well. But I think the key is going to be Tommy Cousy. Can he have a big game? Can Logan Johnson on the perimeter have a big game? for St. Mary's because I, I think those two guys could potentially put a Maldonado in some pick and roll situations defensively where uh, you're asking him to stay out of foul trouble. Um, I think that the depth on the perimeter for Wyoming uh, might um, be a little lacking. Uh, and that's something that as good a coach as Randy Bennett is, he's always found ways to attack teams and one of the ways I think is to put teams in, in situations where uh, their best players will be um, possibly in foul trouble. I think when you look at the matchup with EK, uh, mentioned he's a tremendous scorer. He's left-handed though. He's got an advantage. It's it's easier um, at it for a lefty because so many defenders are used to guarding a right-hand player. Um, if St. Mary's can do a good job on EK, which is asking a lot, uh, I think St. Mary's is going to advance. But you know, you look at St. Mary's, what they did to Timmy twice this year. He had 10 points in the title game, the tournament. Uh, then he had, I think it was six down in Moraga in the regular season. Um, they've, had, they've done a really good job with toss on the interior and then rotating other guys in to kind of limit uh, good interior post scores. So they'll have to do that against EK. Um, but, you know, I think it's going to be a, a really good first-round matchup. Uh, but I do have St. Mary's advancing against Wyoming uh, in Portland. I will be on that game calling it for Westwood One Radio uh, as well as all the three other games in Portland, including the Gonzaga game. So I'm excited. I'm going to be really 
diving in on those eight teams in Portland um, to prepare for, for my analyst work. And we'll have a breakdown on Gonzaga Nation SI because I'm sure a lot of people listening to this will be at all of those games, not just the Gonzaga games, uh, at the Rose Garden in Portland. The other game, uh, the other team in the WCC that made the tournament, uh, not a surprise to me in any way, shape, or form when you look at all the metrics, uh, the, the way that they scheduled non-conference, uh, the way that they performed non-conference, but also really performed uh, in conference. Yeah, they had six losses, I believe, in league, but they got they, they, because of how they scheduled, because of how they performed, their metrics were, were tremendous. I think they were 24 in the net, and in Ken Palm, they were 24 for sure, uh, and that's USF. The USF uh, will be playing Murray State as a seven seed. Murray State getting a lot of recognition over the last few years because people know them as the home of John ja Morant, and rightfully so, but they've got another guard this year. I'm not going to say he's, he's John ja Morant 2.0, but he's extremely good, and that's uh, Tevin Brown. And Murray State can can push the tempo. They can play fast. They can play up and down. They can shoot a little bit from the three-point line. Uh, they might not have the size that USF has, but I think it's going to be a, a tremendous game. Uh, when you look at USF, they've also got one of the best backcourts for a mid-major program across the country. You've got Jamari Bouye, you've got Khalil Shabazz, and then you've got a couple guys in Stefanini and Rishwain who aren't as dynamic, but they can really shoot it from beyond the three-point line. Rishwain had 20 points in, in a semifinal loss to Gonzaga. So, um, you know, he's he's okay playing in, in big-time game situations. But uh, I'm going to say this game is going to be in Indianapolis. Uh, first time since 1998 that they've been in the NCAA tournament. First time since 1998 that – um, or excuse me, first time in, in a long time that there is a team in the NCAA tournament from the WCC, not St. Mary's, BYU, or Gonzaga. But again, first time since 1998, USF has been in the NCAA tournament. Um, it's going to be a battle of the backcourts. I know USF's got more size with Masalski uh, and Markovetsky and Tape, but I'm going to say USF is going to win this game in, as a 10 over a seven seed. Um, that being said, I think this is going to be a, another exclamation point on a great WCC season where you're going to have three teams advance to the second round. We will have all the updates, all the previews, and all the predictions after the first round of games for all three of these teams. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, don't forget to follow us. Check us out. Like, subscribe, or review on YouTube. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, you name the platform, we're on it. Take care, enjoy March Madness, and go Zags.